Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Uh, let's plan on having concessions over there. Mike is remodeling the old family drive-in movie theater. Go find Gavin. Tell him the sound team is here. He'll need a new front-of-house cast and behind-the-scenes crew. Hey, can we talk staffing real quick? I'm thinking at least six per shift. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Not just anybody can make the perfect Sazerac. And not just anybody can offer Louisiana's hospitality industry the perfect workers' comp coverage. The Louisiana Restaurant Association's SIF team knows what hospitality businesses need. We truly care about your team's safety and your success. Everybody who's anybody goes with LRA Workers' Comp. Ask around. In this business, word of mouth is everything. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Shame on us. We talk about the greatest coaches in all sports. Every time we have these type of conversations... Gino Ariema's name is not mentioned. 14 straight Final Fours. Six perfect seasons and won 11 national championships. The dominance is John Wooden-like. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Welcome back. It is hour number three. We are live at Katie's Deli. I mean, Francesca's Deli by Katie's. Because I'm trying to debate what it is I'm going to eat afterwards. It's got to be quick, though, Scott, because i got to get down to the Smoothie King Center as we will have a special pregame show, just as we've had throughout the entire playoffs with Daniel Salerson, Aaron Summers. Maybe we see the graph. I don't know. He, he's gone, gone into hiding here. He did give me his key. Don't turn the ball over and make more than five threes. That's it's a really good key by the voice of the Pelicans there. Um, but there is breaking news that I definitely want to pass along. And it's for all you Pels fans, and I'm going to congratulate you. Because you did find the video. You did post it on social media. And we all retweeted it. And we all talked about it. At NBA official, minutes ago, just tweeted. Chris Paul has been assessed a flagrant foul one upon league review for his contact against Jose Alvarado at 435 of the second quarter back in game number five. So why that is important, A, he didn't get away with it, right, Scott? That's that's the big thing. Secondly, though, you have points, as Daniel Salerson was talking about yesterday, right? In other words... You get four points. Each flagrant is a point. You get three flagrants, four flagrant ones at four. When you get the four, suspension. So right now, Chris Paul, well, Chris Paul has two points because this is a second flagrant, I believe. So 
a flagrant two tonight would suspend him for game seven. Not saying that he's going to. I'm not saying you try to go do up. I'm just, I'm just saying for whatever reason, a kick to the unmentionables, a, you know, the play that he did with Herb Jones in the head. just needs to aggravate him. I'm just saying, could you imagine Pell's win tonight? Because he doesn't have to get a flagrant two. I think if he gets two flagrant ones, right? I mean, I, or anything of that nature. So, I'm just saying, when you start looking at all of that stuff, because we've seen officials kind of move it up, it, it's just something in the back burner. Could you imagine not having him for a Game 7 or Devin Booker now? They're We're trying to figure Booker. out where all this Devin Booker stuff is coming from. People have been trying to lip-read. Apparently, after the game in Game 5, he walked in front of the Pell's bench. Some people said he he said, back, or I'm coming back. Um, whether or not he'd like to or anything. If I'm Phoenix, Scott, my goal is the NBA Finals. I'm going to see if I can win tonight without him. Yeah, if I yeah. need him, I'm going yeah. game seven because yeah. I think with both of them at home, I should be able to win. But my goal's longer for Phoenix because if he does re-injure and he's not fully healthy, that's going to hurt them Wouldn't next series great? against the Mavs and Jazz. Wouldn't that be great? Well, I mean, Because now I'm pulling against them. Yeah, no doubt. I was pulling for them so hard last year. And then after this series, I'm done with them. 800-998-1003, Pals fans, if you want to chime into the conversation, open segment now and right before the end of the show. So we're kicking off Thursdays with the crew of Katie's, three restaurants, three different locations. Every other Thursday we'll be at a new one. We'll figure out, do you, do you know where we want to be next week? I Have think you because, about that because of JF, mm-hmm. we should go to Katie's. Okay. All right, so we'll be we'll at Katie's next fest. week. You heard it here first. We'll be at Katie's uh, on Iberville next week, 800 998 Nine nine eight one double zero three. Yeah, it's a great jazz fest destination. Yeah, like I've get, I'm getting texts all day. Already, people needing tables. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you know, I do that if anyone wants to email me. <laughs> we can certainly hook you up with a table, at Katie's, at pretty much any time. How how uh? And that is Scott S C O T one T at Katie's in Mid City. Com. That is unique. I thought when you gave me that when your, your info mm-hmm. at first, I, I was like, oh, you just forgot to add that to you. Nope. Um, How many other people you know that have Scott my with mom and, uh, I have two friends that named really? their, their sons after me. Um, one of them recently said, it was just because of I said because of my name, right? No, because we love you that much. <laughs> and, I, and that really was heartfelt. Um, my mom and dad named me Scott with one T because our uh, heritage is Scottish. So I'm a Scott. I thought it was different, kind of cool. Okay, that makes sense. You know? Although I'm a mutt, I'm not all Scottish, but, you know, I'm part Scott. So there you go. A flagrant two tonight was suspended for game seven. Chris Paul with the uh, <clears throat> non-accidental kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. He's rotten. I, look, you know what? He's been frustrated, right? No doubt. Yeah. Alvarado's been it. Who is your key player today in game six? It's McCollum. I think no, so I want to say Alvarado yeah. again. I need 30 from C- needs, Do you need 30 from CJ tonight? I you think need so. at least 30. You need 30 and 30 from both of them. Right. And he cannot continue to have the shooting woes that he's had. You can't have CJ McCollum missing wide open threes. Mm. And it seems to me, you know, when I was with Stack the other night, I said, Stack, don't you think it would behoove him to put a little bit more arc on his shot? And Stack looked at me and goes, 
Dude, whatever he's doing's gotten him along pretty well yeah, so far. Let's not be, let's not be well, Fred you know, Vincent. But it just seems <laughs> his shots, a lot of them okay, well, it's come up off the front of well, the rim. It's an interesting, interesting observation you made. It, I don't think it's maybe the form, but normally you see that when you have tired legs. Yeah. When you start in the front of the rims, and it could be a lot of what he's having to do offensively, uh-huh. they're, they're picking him up. Well away from the three-point arc. He's having to work on the defensive end there as well. Because, and I bring that up, I think you and about 15 other people last game said he looks tired. Yeah. And he's looking tired. So it's interesting to pick that up because normally, and I'm not saying that's all the time, but when NBA players start hitting the front of the rim on this, I'm telling you that arc comes from your legs. Yep. So, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. There's just, there's a lack of I'm going to go with Jonas again. But I mean, Other than and then CJ, B. I, but B. I, Jonas has got to be offensive in the first half. B.I.'s jump shot is so pretty. Uh, That's just It's just from the elbow, right. and I mean, it's just so pretty. So we've talked a little bit about that, and also coming up is the first round of the NFL draft. Now, it's yeah. at 7 yeah. o'clock, and the Saints, if everything goes by the book, 10 minutes a pick, now, there will likely be a trade or two, but... Around 8.30 will be pick 16. Around 8.30. <laughs> and the game starts at 6.30. 6.30, yeah. yes. Well, the I, games, I, these <laughs> games have lasted longer. I know. It, it's no. going to be starting the fourth quarter There's at no 8.30 probably. You're, you're going to be sitting going, oh. So you'll have your phone ready to get going. Um, hey, but, bro, I, can have, I don't have to be watching the TV. <laughs> You have to your phone. see what, what exactly, the Saints exactly right. Be. Look, uh, with your with your mobile device, you can check That's out easy. anything now, real easy. Everybody will be live streaming it. But Saints have sixteen and nineteen. Let's just kind of quickly go over in case folks are just joining us. We had Sean Fazan back on at twelve fifteen. He also doesn't think, like many you and I included, that they're going to go quarterback. He can see receiver, lineman, but he and Larry Holder from the Athletic both said two things that make sense. If Kyle Hamilton slips, the safety from Notre oh, yeah, Dame, yeah, I know. could the Saints move up to do that? And if you're listening, you're going, we're not doing 16 and 19 for safety. No, no, no. You don't have to do 19. You can just do 16 in order to do that. If he's at 16, I wonder if that's where they go. I also it been kind of given. who's left. I, I get a sense and feel Is by Olave people that there? I've talked to. Don't be surprised if the Saints use both picks on linemen. D-line and O-line, and then go get a receiver with the second round pick tomorrow at 49. It depends on who's left at 16. I mean, am I going to trade up to get him? No. If Jamison Williams or Olave's there, it's going to be hard for me to not say go take him. I'm going with Jamison Williams or Olave. Even though you know he's not playing probably the first half of the season. Because you're going to plan for the future, right? The guy's going to be unbelievable. I'm with you. But I'd rather have Olave because you get him immediately. Well, he's your slot guy, and especially, look, I know there's a lot of Saints fans that have been wanting the Saints to sign a veteran receiver. They still have a handful out there. Jarvis Landry's one. You have Sanders. You have a couple of other receivers that are veterans out there. But that's why I'm still, no matter what, looking at receiver. I'm looking at a guy, but Olave, as Ben Heisler said, is a slot guy. He's a guy that you could put in right now with, you know, Say we need a slot guy. Oh, look, I I understand. So you that's kind of where I'm going. I, I mean, don't I think, think quarterback. I just don't see it. I don't see it at 16. I don't see it at 19. And I don't definitely I mean, don't see them moving up to get it. They're obviously in no hurry to try to get Matthew. Oh, you see what Dad just did there, huh? Fresh, hot. Mom and friends. Dad are cool. 
Fresh hot fruits for, fresh hot for Carver. Gets for off for Carver school. Monster. Nice yep. meeting you, Mr. Gets Scott off at uh, 2.30. So. Nice meeting you, Mr. There we go. Yep. Thank Good you. luck, you guys. So there you go. Um, my Great son's going to get taken care of there. That's nice. Those His mom are. and dad sit here and watch him. They are so <laughs> proud of Gus. And look, without getting too mushy here, sure. I'm very proud to be sitting here with you. Oh, I appreciate it. Because that. I I listened to your show. And like yesterday, like I was cooking and I went home to cook and had my iPad on the show the whole time. I very rarely get to do this. But we picked Thursday to do this because it's sort of a day that I don't have a lot going on. Until tonight. And then you got the weekend. And you, you the <laughs> weekend. early week, you got to get yeah. everything ready to get going. Right. But Jazz Fest there as well. So I, I'll say this because i got about two minutes and we'll get to the break. So I got pulled aside yesterday by a teacher, Carver's teacher. Apparently he's talking a little too much. I can't imagine where he got that My from. wife said the same thing. She's like, you know, he kind of squirms. He just, you know, he's just constantly talking. And then yesterday she was... Reading the Hungry Caterpillar, which he loves. We had yeah, a, yeah. I, I had to go find a plush Hungry yeah. Caterpillar last mm-hmm. week and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Well, one of the pages got stuck together. So she skipped it. Well, my son has like this photographic memory. It's crazy. And he kind of burst out. Miss Kim, you skipped the part. <laughs> he skipped it just right in the middle of the story. It's, I'm trying, I'm going to have to talk to him about time and place, you know, thing. but I, and that's why I was talking to her, the teacher this morning. I'm like, I, at least he can communicate. I'm okay with, you know, now. Oh, man. My wife's convinced his ADHD and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Wait, 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 that's wait, wait, let me tell you a story uh, about that. Bronwyn Corcoran, teacher at St. Pies. Yeah. Amazing teacher. She's unbelievable. First grade teacher at St. Pies. When Connor was in first grade. She says, Scotty, I think Connor is, she says, as a matter of fact, I know right. Connor is ADHD. Uh-huh. You need to get him checked out. Yeah. He's been seeing a doctor ever since, yeah. and it completely changed. You know, she says, there's no way he's going to get through school like yeah. this. And I know I'm completely ADD. Everybody makes fun of me not being able <laughs> right. to stay focused. Well, my wife is. And I interrupt. <laughs> I interject Pretty myself sure in conversation. Yeah. It's all in our family. I've probably done right. it today. Yeah. But I, I just can't help it sometimes. I need to be told, hey, yeah. shut up, ADD boy. No, you that's yeah. what my wife does. Uh, well, yeah. my, I, I'm, I've dealt with it, uh, not myself, but around me. Yeah. So, yeah, now I have another member of the household that's going to have to deal with Here it. Here we go. Uh, Chris McLean, WFNZ, and Charlie. What will the Giddy Cats do? We'll do that next on ESPN New Orleans. Look at him. Baby, I'm calling off, crying off, you may be Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury? Or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment, individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. 
In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready with truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope, Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road Homa. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Welcome back at Mac WFNZ. It's the way to follow our friend Chris McLean over on Twitter. He's the host of the Mac Attack 92.7 and 6.10 in WFNZ in Charlotte. Here to give us the master drafting plan for the Carolina Kitty Cats. Chris, good afternoon. How are you? What's going on, Gus? How you doing? Uh, it's a fantastic day. Game six between the Pels and Suns. We're pumped about that. We might actually get a receiver finally in the draft, maybe another good player. But it, Chris, it all kind of depends on what you guys do at six. So I got I to gotta depend on you. What are you all doing? Yeah, I'll tell you, it's not a great feeling being the first one in the division to draft every damn year. I want—I mean, we're even we're even in front of the damn Falcons. That's embarrassing. Right. But um, I don't know. I don't know, Gus. This thing is an unpredictable draft in general, right? Obviously, without the quarterbacks at the top like we usually have. And I think with the Panthers, I think it's fairly unpredictable. It feels like it's coming into focus. I mean, obviously, I mean, I think y'all can see it down there when you see the Panthers play two huge positions of need for this team. Offensive line, they've added two interior guys um, uh, in Austin Corbett and Bradley Bozeman in the offseason, but that left tackle spot is still sticking out like a sore thumb. And then, obviously, quarterback. Ever since, you know, Cam Newton, uh, the first go-around, 1.0, this team has obviously been, uh, you know, aimlessly wandering in quarterback land, and it has not worked out. So I think those are the two biggest positions in need. If one of the top three tackles is on the board, whether it's Iquanu, Neal, or Cross, 
That's probably the best bet for, for the pick. But Scott Fitterer traded down four times last year in the draft. Mm-hmm. He comes from the Seattle John Schneider School of trade downs, and that's definitely a possibility as well. It's interesting you bring that up because we hear and been seeing reports, right, the Texans are one of those teams that would like to move down. I feel like it's strange. Normally you don't have that many teams in the top ten wanting to, but it would also make sense from this standpoint. You guys don't have picks tomorrow, right? After you make your sixth selection here, you got to wait all the way to Saturday. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't think, unless Scott Fitter and his wife have dinner plans tomorrow night, I don't think that sits well with him. Uh, he is a guy who likes volumes of picks. That's why all the trade-downs last year. He right. believes, you know, you kind of get more bullets in the gun, you take shots, you're going you're gonna to hit some. So I think that's probably killing him. Um, uh, and the Sam Darnold uh, trade is one of the big reasons why that second-round pick. I know you're laughing in New Orleans at this, but that second-round pick as well as a fourth and a sixth. Once sure. the Jets. For Sam, for God's sakes. So, yeah, I think that would make sense. Trade down. You mentioned uh, Houston. Philly's another team very interested in trading up. If you listen to the reports, they're at 15 and 18 down there. Yeah. And you know, you guys know exactly where they are for the trade y'all made. So, yeah. I think that neighborhood, jumping down like, you know, seven to ten spots is what the Panthers are thinking. What is the story with quarterback there? I, I saw in the offseason, Chris, you know, Sam Darnold's doing an interview, and he's like, man, I'm, I'm good with whatever happens. I've kind of come to peace that it may be somewhere else. And, you know, he did the old, I still feel I can be a starter. Cam's like, hey, I'm just down wherever somebody wants me. I guess what I'm going at is, does Matt Rule have a say in this draft, or has it kind of gone a little towards other people may have a say? Because I don't know if Matt's going to be there for a while. That's a great question, seriously. And, and Matt Rule was asked the question, by the way, this offseason about how do you, does it change how you draft when everybody seems to feel like and know you gotta have some pressure, right, to win this year? Right. And, you know, he gave the answer you would expect. Hey, I'm gonna do what's right for the Carolina Panthers. I'm not gonna let that get in my head. He is the guy that most of us around here believe has the final say. You know, the tiebreaker. If you will, he has that much power um, as a first-time NFL coach, which really looks kind of crazy right now with the way he's done. Um, I would hope that they're not out there, that he's not out there just trying to save his job. Because then, Gus, what you do is you end up drafting someone like Kenny Pickett. That, that's, to me, my worst fear, is that they end up drafting Kenny Pickett because everybody will tell you he's the most ready to play right now. And to Bingo. me... You've got to worry about the organization long-term, getting the best player long-term. So if this team ends up with Kenny Pickett, I have a feeling you sure as heck know that Matt Rule made a CYA draft pick. <laughs> well, you know? that's the thing, because I, I, I was asking that earlier today with a couple of other folks here. Who is that one guy, if you're, you know, that you would say, okay, Saints package 16 and 19, you know, throw in some beignets of where we're at here today, whatever Scott Craig has on the menu at Francesca's Deli by Katie's. But, you know, Chris, I'm like, hey, I don't know if I kind of see that player. Who's the, the Micah Parsons of this draft, you think? You talk, you're talking just on defense just or in general, you're saying? In general, yeah, in general. Who's, who's that difference maker, you think? Immediate. That's a great... It's a great question because you think back to where Parsons went, it's insane, isn't it? You know, it's like nuts. How good he ended up. So you never know where that difference maker is going to be in the draft. Good point. I don't know, man. I, I, I'll tell you who I really like, and I'm not just kissing up the LSU fans, all right? Um, uh, I'm not I'm not on here to kiss up, and I hate the damn Saints. I'll tell you that every time I talk to you guys. <laughs> but I, I love Stingley. 
I really do. And I know that his, you know, the, the scouts will tell you his tape from this past year is not anywhere near what it was, what it was in, in his freshman year. But man, he's just, you guys know this, he's just a special talent. And obviously he had some injuries to deal with this year too. I'm not sure about his focus either. But when that kid showed up on campus, he looked like this guy is going to be an all-pro corner perennially in the NFL. I just feel like people are sleeping on him a little bit. I think he's going to be special. I really like I really like Trayvon Walker. He might go number one overall. I know right. the production wasn't great, but it, it, you know everybody that watched the way Georgia used him, they slide him inside. Everybody kind of got their chance to eat on that defensive front. But when you're that big. And you run a four five. That is freakish. That ain't human. So those are a couple of guys I look at. Willie, um, uh, I, I also, uh, think, why am I blanking? The wide receiver out of Bama. Why the heck am I? Jamison Williams. Williams. Yeah. James I, fans are loving him. I didn't start drinking. Yeah. I haven't even got to the draft party and start drinking yet. What's wrong with me? I, uh, Jamison Williams, that's combination of speed and strength oh. after the catch. Yeah. Like all those guys, I feel like. You know, are going to hit, but the quarterbacks. The difference in this draft, guys, is you don't have the quarterbacks that everybody believes are camp day. Yeah, dude, I tell you what, J.C. Horn and Stingley—that would be a scary secondary duel right there (laughs) if he comes back and pans out here. All right, so here we go. The commissioner comes up to the podium, Chris. You probably have poured a fresh one. Uh, Are you pouring something heavy in case it's not what you like, or what? What what are we getting ready for when you're on the clock? Man, if it's Kenny Pickett, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to grab a bottle from behind the bar and just go to town. Um, because I just, to me, that feels like the pick where you're trying to get someone who just because he's ready to play now, like it just, you know, it feels like it feels like his ceiling is Ryan Tannehill, and the Titans right now ain't too happy with him. You know, it's like I just feel like that is settling to me. I would love, if you get either the quarterback, Malik Willis makes way more sense to me, just because of his physical attributes, the running ability, the, the arm. Like, you just see it there. You, he just needs time. I I would think, again, tackle is most likely for the Panthers, but if they trade down, Gus, and they're right around, like right in front of you guys, mm. that wouldn't shock me either if they trade down into that neighborhood. Yeah, and at that point, maybe you look at QB or some of that nature, but I'm with you, man. Look, no matter who the quarterback is, you got to protect him, and that's one of the other aspects of it. And then, look, you know, I saw one mock draft that had Jordan Davis, you know, from Georgia's a D tackle here with the Saints and Chris Salave. That would be my dream. I think those two would be awesome. I know Trevor Penning left tackle there as well. I'm good with that. Better be receiver and alignment. Better be, or Kyle Hamilton at safety. Those would be my four. Those are good players in that area, though. And y'all yep. with multiple. I mean, those are good. Those are good players. So, are you guys cool? Like uh, the quarterback is not something that you're interested in. No, like Malik man. Willis. Or, no, no. no. I, dude, I, I have been I've been dying on this tree for the last three months, Chris. On I mean, national. Oh, they want quarter. No, they don't. Because I would look at it like this, and you you hate the Saints. So you would be an honest assessment here. Do you think those two guys, Pickett and Willis, is better than Jameis? Because if I'm moving up to get him, then you're telling me he's starting next year. With, no, with, the, Willis, with, with the makeup of the team they have. I think a chance to be better. Like, I love right. him. Sure but he not. has to stick. So you would right. still have to play Jameis anyway. Whereas, right. I don't know, your roster, you guys, see, you're in a different situation than exactly. me. I hate exactly. I hate, I hate This is where you get me to admit how much better the Saints are in the Panthers. I hate you for this, Gus. But, like, you, you guys are in a spot where... You know what I mean? You're ready to win now. So I right. think adding one of those players you mentioned probably does make more sense. And exactly. Kenny Pickett, again, that's my question. Is Kenny Pickett better 
ever in his career than Jameis. I seriously question that. You know, you got him signed for two years, and I just sometimes you just I know players and coaches say things. Sometimes just listen though. And when Cam Jordan was on ESPN two weeks ago and he made the rounds, it was on every show. He said he thought there were thirteen win team last year without the injuries and the COVID situation, stuff like that. And I, 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 I think I could probably agree with that. He thinks that's their expectation level this year. You're not winning thirteen games with Pickett or them, and I don't mean that that they're going to be playing. Is you're taking away a player that could help you win thirteen games, a receiver, a lineman, a D tackle, a safety like Hamilton that no. will go a long way to help you to thirteen. You know, yeah, so that's what quarterback. I'm yeah. So I don't see quarterback, Chris. Definitely. Well, with that, with all that said about the best way to help the Saints, I hope you guys get Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Either of us can call each other tomorrow on our show if one of us gets Kenny Pickett to laugh. How about that? All right. We... <laughs> you know what? I will call you. I guess I will call you. Just for the off chance that I, I get to be the one you. laughing. You'll know it's me. Your producer didn't have to put your name, my name but, on the call screener. I'm just going to go, let's go to New Orleans, and then you can start rolling your eyes, and I'm just going to laugh. The kitty cats are good. Ten seconds and hang up. The kitty cats uh, are good. You got Sam Darnold. What do you need picket for? You already got your picket. He's, he's already. We already got picket's charge. <laughs> all right, knock it off, man. Okay, so this, is, this is where you QB elitists with Drew Brees all those years have bothered me. All right, let me tell you something. I've already missed him. I've already missed him. Chris McLean, as always, appreciate the time at Mac WFNZ over there in Charlotte, ninety-two seven and six ten. Host of the Mac Attack, man. Uh, hopefully, I don't call you tomorrow in the morning, and hopefully, you don't call me, and then we'll just talk about the draft later. That's a deal. All right, fellas, enjoy it tonight. For sure. Take care. There it goes. Mr. Remember Chris. what happened to General Pickett in his last job. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point, though. That's somebody that right. is saying right. at six, and that's why I've been saying for, for weeks, No, you're not moving up the five against these two guys. And look, They've already got a Mel bad Kuyper this morning released his latest mock draft. He has Pickett at 19 to the Saints. If you didn't no, know but, what he's but, talking no, about. but my point is, that's a guy that's listening to the very right. latest. He, they're not going top five. Right. Sports right. Hangover continues next with Leo Haggerty. What are the Yuccaneers doing next on ESPN New Orleans? Were you up all night afraid of what the future might bring? And I feel fine today. I had dreams of you in places I've not seen before. Okay. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Attention past and present industrial plant workers in Louisiana. If you were pregnant while working in a petrochemical plant, a refinery, or other industrial plant, your children may be entitled to compensation. Birth defects have been linked to toxic chemicals and solvents used in the petrochemical and other industrial plants located between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. So if you were working in an industrial plant where toxic chemicals and solvents were present, and your child was born with a brain or spinal cord disorder, skeletal, organ, or limb deformities, a heart condition, cerebral palsy, genetic damage, or other problems, they could be entitled to compensation. Call the law firm of Philip C. Hoffman at 1-833-99-TOXIC. If you are a current or former petrochemical or other plant worker and your child is suffering from birth defects, call 1-833-998-6942 today. Contact the law firm of Philip C. Hoffman to evaluate whether your child is entitled to compensation. Call 1-833-99-TOXIC now. Responsible attorney Philip C. Hoffman, New Orleans, Louisiana. LA 2212725. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more tea times, more play time, 
more time to do good, more fast time, and more once upon a time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. You'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Leo Haggerty, you would be jealous. Sports Magazine. We are live at Francesca's Deli by Katie's 515 Harrison between West End and Canal Boulevard. Po' boys, sandwiches, pizzas, frips, which is... A fry and a chip combination sort of thing. I mean, a Cajun, Cuban might be what I'm going with. It, You'd be jealous on a beautiful, beautiful Thursday afternoon. How are you this afternoon, man? Out and about again. I gained five pounds just listening to that menu. And when the Carolina decides not to take a quarterback, I'll be taking up on that scoreboard. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, why don't you hang up real quick? Um, Buddy's going to give you a call back. Seems to be like a quick bad connection here, so he'll call you right back. See if we can get a better connection on you. can kind of hear every other word. So go ahead, buddy. Give him a buzz. Uh, give him a call back and see if we can get Leo once again here. In the meantime, I'll quickly play because it doesn't take very long. Mickey Loomis yesterday, when he was meeting with reporters, was talking about uh, the quarterback group. Yeah, that's not an area I want to get into. There you go. Easy enough. How about evaluating the QBs? Yeah, I, look, I think, yeah, it says, I, look, it, I think it's a tough position to evaluate, you know, and, and, uh, there's a lot of variables involved. And so I think it does, it does affect you a little bit because, look, we all want, you know, particularly a first round pick or a second round pick. We want them to be contributors to the football team. And, and so you're looking at, hey, what's the floor? Of a particular player and what's the ceiling and and so there's risk reward and uh, certainly it affects uh, affects how you think about exactly. it exactly so we've been kind of talking about I just don't see quarterback being that area where they're going to go he was asked is it a challenge though of picking so close together at sixteen and nineteen I, I don't know if there's a lot of challenges other than you know if there's a trade scenario that comes up then you're talking about well which pick and What's the value? What's the difference in value if we traded, you know, the earlier one versus the later one? Um, and it's a little more compressed in terms of time, but I, I don't think there's anything real significant about, about, uh, you know, who you're picking or, uh, or which position because Look, that's already done, you know, before we get to draft day. We can't, you know, we have them in order. We know, you know, the order that we want them in and, you're just waiting to see what happens. All right, we'll go back to Leo Haggerty now. See if we got a little better connection, sir. How are you today? I'm fine, Gus. Is that much a little better? better? Oh, that is much better. Okay. Really, we can actually hear you now. Uh, my buddy Derek Delot was like, "I can't hear Leo. I need to know what the Yuccaneers are doing." Um, all right, so <laughs> let's just kind of get into it here. Look, we we went to Atlanta, and they're kind of like, "Eh, you kind of need maybe linemen." We just talked with Chris uh, McLean from um, WFNZ and. 
He just doesn't want them to take quarterback. He thinks there's a lot of different areas. He likes Derek Stingley. What, let's just start with those two teams as you cover the NFC South with us. Where do you think Carolina goes at six? Where do you think the Falcons go at eight? Well, let, let's talk about Carolina first. If they take a quarterback at six, they should be shot because they can break <laughs> down the board. Now, again, Gus, I know you got to find somebody to dance with, but there is going to be uh, a pretty good quarterback at 15, 16, 17. And I, I, they may take a quarterback, but not at six. I think they'll trade down if they can. If they can't, and, and they're sitting at six, they got to figure out what to do with wide receiver. They got to figure out what to do with defensive mm-hmm. tackle. And they got to figure out what to do with corner. You got Daryl Stingley sitting there. You may have to, to go down that road. Now, the Falcons, if Trayvon Walker is there, which I'm thinking he's not going to be, they got to go with that edge rusher. Again, Georgia kid coming there, that would be a big thing. Plus, I, I'll tell you what, if Sam Howell falls down this board into the second round, which he may, <laughs> look for Atlanta to try to move up to the high second round to try to get Sam Howell. Ooh, that would be interesting to, to see. I, I agree. I think in the second round you'll start seeing some maybe some teams that could be looking at QB and things of that nature for that. Uh, at 16 and 19, what do you think the Saints do? Boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, I think this is the year, Gus, that these teams with multiple picks are going to try to trade out to next year. But again, what's going to happen is determined by the top 10. Uh, somebody's saying the Saints are going to take a quarterback. I think that's a huge mistake. Again, I think there's going to be quarterbacks down the road. Now, Looking at 16, if you've got Drake London hanging around there, USC wide receiver, that that's, a, I think, a way to go. And you can never go wrong with a defensive tackle. And, again, you got uh, the kid from Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning. He's showing up pretty well. So I think they go there. But, Gus, with that second pick, they may be really tempted to take a quarterback, especially if they have him in their top ten. Which, which should be interesting. See, here's the thing. I, 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 then they would be evaluating one of those two quarterbacks higher and differently than perhaps Atlanta and Carolina. Cause if they don't take them, and again, I, I guess I just look at it like this, Leo, and I'm not saying that those guys won't be good quarterbacks. I guess my thing is this. At those two picks, I can find players that can help the Saints right now. And those two quarterbacks would, would be Willis or Pickett are not helping the Saints until next year at the earliest, and then they would have to beat out Jameis Winston. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, you're essentially gambling that it better be by next year. If not, you're looking at three years for a player that could have helped you two seasons ago. Does that make sense? Gus, like it, Gus, it makes total sense. And, again, I learned my craft from Carmen Perone. Now, I know I'm dating myself, but he was the head scout for the New Orleans Saints back in the 70s. And he told me, your first round picks have to play. They can't sit. Yeah. They got to be starters. Bingo. And, and this is, he did say, though, if it's a quarterback, you can sit him. But you got to find out what Jameis can do. Let's see what Jameis can do. Plus, there's going to be quarterbacks coming out in the next year or two. I think that would be a wasted pick. But, Gus, what's interesting 
if you go by the Los Angeles Rams model, trade your picks and get proven talent. I think that's still going to show up. Hmm. Maybe not on Thursday, but probably Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and if I'm going with any of these quarterbacks, the more I look at it, if, if I want to in the second round, move up from 49, or even if somehow, which I don't see him falling the 49, Desmond Ritter. I, I said this yesterday on the show. For some reason, it's kind of in my stomach. I don't know what that means. I, he's not going 16-19, I don't think. But I could see the Saints maybe make a little splash early in the second. You know, if he's still there to maybe go get a guy like him. I don't know. But if they're going to do that, they would do that. How about your Tampa Bay Yuccaneers there in Tampa? Um, they're picking down there towards the end. But, you know, they got, uh, what, the 27th pick overall. Tom is back. What are the needs for this team? You know what, Gus, the, the needs of this team is to try to figure out what they're doing with their players that are still out there. Sue is unsigned. JPP is unsigned. You're looking at two big holes there. And again, if you're drafting, you work from the ball out. I think if there's a defensive tackle there and they have no plans on re-signing Sue, which I think would be a mistake, then if Devontae Wyatt's on the board, they're going to go down that route. If not, they're going to look for an offensive lineman. But again, you had Marpet retire. Uh, you had Kappa go to the Bengals. So, yeah, yeah, you brought in Shaq Mason, but you still got another hole there that you may want to fill. And, again, Gus, <laughs> they know one tight end on the roster. They got to figure out what Gronk is going to do. Is he coming back or not? If not, they're going to have to go tight end sometime. I mean, maybe not in the first round, but sometime. And, Gus, I asked Jason Light the other day. I said, look, if you're sitting there at 27 and you still have eight or nine guys on your board Mm -hmm. above that, do you look to trade back? He said, absolutely. Yeah, because now (laughs) he can get a first-round value in the second round plus pick up an extra pick. And I think that's what the Bucks. I wouldn't be surprised to see them trade out of the first round for that reason. All right, Leo, tomorrow we'll talk again at our usual time, 2.30, to go over what Tampa Bay did, what Atlanta did, what Carolina did, and what New Orleans did as well. Enjoy game six. Enjoy the draft here as well. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you, bud. Hey, go Pels. There he goes, Leo Haggerty, It's Sports Magazine. Mr. Scott Craig got about two, three minutes left in this segment. Then we'll have one more before we wrap up and send it up to Baton Rouge. Matt Moscone after further review, but you see him here in our right. I, I'm absolutely shocked. Yeah, oh, there it is. There's the hat. I was looking for the hat. It, he went with the the military sort of camo look there. Yeah, know, Roy, Miami Dolphin super fan, is here. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, for yeah. sure you'd show up as a dolphin, you know, like the mascot or something like that. You don't have that? Why aren't you wearing nah. the teal yeah. blue and orange and Nah, all those funky colors. You'd appreciate wear. the the effort, okay? So I know him from back in the day at the gym for like ten years. Yeah, his goal every Friday is to wear colors <laughs> of the other team the Saints are playing. He owns every team, not not and not like just Why the shirt. The Saints, man? It's the hat You're from here. It's the shirt. Matter. Yeah. It's everything <laughs> Except the uh, Cowboys, the uh, I don't he have Cowboys. Sound like, he sounds Cowboys. like he sounds okay. like my friend Murphy Noel. Yeah, he's a huge Patriots fan. He's a bandwagon mm-hmm. guy though, and he never pulls for the home team. And well, like my brothers in law, they 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 don't they, they don't pull for the Cardinals. And they've got you know, Roy. How many how many wins you have the Saints this year? 
Six. Oh, six. Yeah. Well, it's gone up from five. Didn't you yeah. teach? You texted me five <laughs> yeah. a while back. How so like, many did he get? Yeah, I, I heard you <laughs> saying that one <laughs> day on the show. He went up to six. <laughs> how many? At least so how many do you have him at last year? How many did you have last year? Three. Uh, nah. No, I had my eight, nine. Okay, that's about right. Now, without the injuries, they went about twelve. Yeah, probably so. All right, well, what are you doing tonight since Miami doesn't have a first-round pick? Watching Tyreek Hill tapes. Tyreek Hill tapes, just like your head coach said? Yeah, you got to watch. Oh, yeah, we got to watch. We got to watch. going to save the Dolphins. I'll tell you what. We, we, we got to watch the, uh, Tyreek Hill tapes and everything. Need so a quarterback first. Man. I got I got a minute before we hit the break, Roy. Who would you draft if you're the Saints of 16 to 19, if available? Olave. Uh uh, Lave or, or, or Will Williamson, they really want to wait for, okay. him, for him to heal up. Right. Um, I wouldn't draft quarterback because mm. you put faith in Winston after. Yeah, I don't Painter. see that either. I don't see him. Okay, doing so that receiver at, all. at one, and what about the other pick? If Stingley's available, Stingley, you think he drops that far? He might. If, 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 if anything happen, if right. he's available to who? Zane? Saints, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scott, you have, Scott would have a hard you attack. Have, you have Lattimore on one side, Stingley. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, no, we, we're all right. We're I hear you. All the right. defense is good enough. Yeah, that, so. that We have a defense that Miami only dreams of having. No. Well, they oh, did. They had, a, no. they had a great defense in no. the early they, 70s. No, we had a great defense now. Come on, man. You, you played Ian Book in the COVID Saints. Come on, dude. No, but that's just, just serious. I'm just, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, yeah, you were all excited about that big win. You're talking about just one game. Pedro, that was the easiest money I ever made, and I had to sweat it out. Pedro's chiming in right before we go to break here, Roy. <laughs> Pedro says Tua will trip on a shoe. Is that what he says? He will trip on a shoelace the first play of the game. That is what he's going with. He will trip on a shoelace. Yeah. Now. Don't know if the DraftKings Sportsbook app has that as a par- same-game yeah, parlay. We can find somebody to take <laughs> we'll it. player. I'm ready. You know, step there. He, look, look what he got. That's that's his latest gift for the season. It is like <laughs> you a superhero me, suit. Bro. No, he's not kidding. Do you have the mannequin? Final segment nah, when we return wear the as we are live over at Francesca's <laughs> Deli by Katie's. 515 Harrison West End <laughs> Canal Boulevard. Final segment next on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Well, I'm going back. I'm going back to T-Bayou. Well, I'm going back. I'm going back to T-Bayou. Well, I'm on my way. I'm on my way to T-Bayou. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company. Cajun banking. Served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Stop, drop, and let the good times roll. 
The Thibodeau Fireman's Fair. Thursday, April 28th through May 1st. Live music, pay one price rides, live auction, food, drinks, Sunday parade, one mile and 5K run and walk. And this year, you better get a bigger wallet with a $15,000 raffle prize. Plus, live music takes the stage all weekend long, including Friday night, it's Nashville recording artist Chris Cagle, and Saturday night, Louisiana's LaRue. For all the festival info, go to Firemansfair.com. The Thibodeau Fireman's Fair. Always free admission, always fun. Tiger Drive in Thibodeau. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Final segment. Don't forget, it's coming up here. I'm going to grab a quick bite, Scott. I think I decided to go with the Cajun Cuban. Just push on delay on a Cuban sandwich. Yeah, that's going to be ridiculous. A little frips to go with it. After I uh, stuff myself, I'll be heading over to the Smoothie King Center. We'll be setting up just outside uh, the radio studio inside the arena. But you'll see it as we walk out. If you walk past the Garage 5, you're heading towards the entrance of the arena. You'll see us on our right. Uh, the intern will be making his way over there here shortly after he finishes school. Daniel Salison, Aaron Summers, maybe or maybe not the graph, I don't know. He might be pacing already over in the concourse, but 5.30 pregame. So you'll have Matt Moscona, start of the hour, all the way to 5.30, and it will come on because it's a 6.30 tip tonight for game six. Quickly, Mickey Loomis yesterday on the strength of the draft and if it's an area that can help this team. Um, well, how can I answer that without giving you any information? <laughs> That's my specialty. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't think I'm going to answer that. That's what I think. Can you do it in general without identifying those? <laughs> well, um, yeah, look, I, I think at the end of the day, we're going to get, we're going to get, players at positions that we like. Is that good enough? <laughs> Scott, you can read between the lines there, can't you? I mean, that's because when you hear others that look at this draft, whether it's McShake, Hyper, the NFL Network, Daniel Jeremiah, you name it, Ian Rappaport, Palestro, they all say receiver, lineman, right? So mm-hmm. that, that, that to me, at the end of the day, I think tomorrow morning, or tomorrow's show, we'll be talking about the Saints addressing those needs. I, I just, I, I'd be shocked by there. Now, the other name that we talked about today, when we spoke with Larry Holder and Sean Fazan, that they threw up there as a possibility. If somehow it's at 16, or somehow if it's close enough for this team to move up using 16 and a third was their exact words. That don't be surprised the Saints maybe try to move up using 16 and the third this year to move up a few spots to maybe get safety Kyle Hamilton who's been talked about and described as a quarterback over on the defensive side of things. And that could be something you could do. Still have 19 and then take the best receiver available. The best, you know, maybe a penning is there. Maybe um, of receivers like that. But, I, again, not to say that there will be those names you don't know. But for the most part, it seems like most people keep using the same names. It's Olave, it's Williamson if he's there. But he's been skyrocketing today, it looks like. Hamilton Williamson? would be a pick. Jamison Williamson. Yeah. Going up to 11 or 12 is uh, some of the latest mock drafts is what I've been seeing here as well. By the way, CBSSports.com put together uh, guys that visited the Saints officially. Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, the quarterbacks. Running back Damian Pierce from Florida. Wide receiver Jamison Williams. Wide receiver Sky Moore has been mentioned as a guy you can maybe get at 49. 
Traylon Burks from Arkansas, another receiver. Defensive lineman Eric Johnson from Missouri State. Quarterback Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson are guys that have officially visited the Saints during the process. We need offensive line, Mm -hmm. and we need a wide receiver. At least one. That's what I'm sticking with. I don't want to hear about anything else. Unless they absolutely have to make a decision because those two guys are gone. One mock draft on CBSSports.com has Tyler Smith. He's an offensive lineman for Tulsa. And well, also, at that's, that's we 19. So, well, I just if he's there, I mean, it may not, the other ones may be gone. Um, at 16, he has Malik Willis to the Saints. I mean, who are these guys? Well, in the same, again, you're, you're asking why would you go there? Trevor Penning goes 14, Olave goes 15. If Olave and Penning go up before you, and he has Hamilton going early as well. So. If those guys go before, yeah, um, we're in trouble. <laughs> you're, you're in trouble already. I mean, we're going to have to take the best available right. offensive line. I think Penny's the last one that's decent up until like the third round, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to have to find an offensive lineman, and it's not going to be him. Maybe we can get one of Miami's players. <laughs> Look at Roy. Now all of a sudden he's paying attention to now, huh? I said no? Miami. All the attention. All right. So I got you. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm kind of hoping, you know, this is here's what here's what I'm hoping. Got about one best. twenty seconds here. Simple. I, I'd like a game six, relaxing fourth quarter, which I don't know if I'm going to get because none of the games right. this series has been that. And then uh, give me a game six win, Roy. Pelicans going to win by five. There it is. Roy, you've been right on every game. Every game. Okay, so Pelicans by five. By five. Do the Pelicans win tonight, Scott? Yeah, I think so. Because All right. he disliked the Pelicans. I, I know. He no. likes the Pelicans. He made, he's um, made some money off the Pelicans this year, so there we go. I have to tell you. That yeah. is the uh, the music. we got to wrap up. Is that up. it? And we will see you at Katie's next, next Thursday. Thursday. Matt Muskillin after further reviews next on ESPN New Orleans. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping